0: Hello everyone. I am um, using a new camera today. So we'll see how it goes. It's not fancy and blur everything out here, but it is supposed to be um, better for streaming and not my computer. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I may not have a face for HD is what I'm thinking. So yeah. Anyhow, I wanted to jump on. I didn't schedule um, a live today, um, which Nick encouraged me to do, and I did do yesterday. Um, But the reason I didn't is I have just finished um, something, and uh, it inspired me to get on as quick as possible, right? And you got to go with your gut. Everybody understands that. So let's go, huh? There you go. Well, not bad. Welcome uh, to The Little Black Couch. My name is Aaron Stewart. This is a continuing journey of entrepreneurship. I have um, been doing this a while. So you think that, um, Well, I'm sure I've improved at it somewhat over the years, um, there are still times when you can be reminded of just how human we all are. And today is one of those days. So let's just bring in our buddy the couch. So the reason this, this is so wonderful, this new webcammy thing, is because I can see buddy now just right here. So like he's there, right? So let me bring him up on the live shot here. And uh, there he is. So well, that's not very nice. Oh, hey. Normally I shut my door. Oh yikes. Nobody nobody look at the whiteboard. That's got all my fancy plans on it right there. So no zooming in. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh Yeah, there's you know, here's here's a perfect example. I don't even know if you can see my mouse working there, but so that whiteboard used to be in a room that's more located over in here that I made room for my wife to join me in here so she could have her own office as well. And so I took the whiteboard off the wall and this whiteboard is huge and heavy and I could not hang it myself. I mean, it's gotta be 10, I mean, it goes clear down like into here. I mean, it's huge. Anyway, so I had it taken off the wall and I brought it in here probably eight months ago and it's still on the floor. So yeah, so there you go um buddy here is calling me a bozo which is not nice but 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 accurate so i i just barely got off so as uh, many of you know i've been doing this uh, eight part series which may turn into a 30 part series i don't know at this point i'm still going to try to wrap it up in eight but uh, a lot of the topics that i thought i was going to be able to chunk together have now been pushed to subsequent shows and I don't know what's gonna happen when it all shakes out and sticking with eight and uh, and maybe I'll just maybe I'll just talk about how to make how, you know it's a it's a um, raising an entrepreneur series eight part series and it may just be sort of raising a five-eighths of an entrepreneur and just leave the other part out because um, it's the you know you, you can't know everything so anyway so here here it is. I I come in here, and obviously, when I do a podcast, it's a little different setup. It's not like I don't have all the fancy software running for a podcast. I usually just um, I I used to do it on my phone, and now I actually do it on my computer. And I've got my little blue Yeti mic set up right here. You can't really oh maybe I can. Huh, this little fella, right? So. That goes back, and oh, dear, now I've caused all kinds of problems, but oh, dear, that's not what you want, is it? Dumb. Apologize. The framing's now, no, the framing's all right. Okay. So I've got the, the mic up, and so then I just record into the mic, and I, I gather it here on my computer, and I actually just do it in Audacity now, which is Audacity, which is um, just a, a free, cheap little program, but it makes it so easy to, uh, to do podcasts. Because you, you do that and then you spit it out and run it through a, a program called Levelator. <laughs> smooth it all out. Throw it up. Ah, piece of cake. So way easier now to do podcasts than it used to be. So I did. I went and did uh, I did the fifth show. And uh, I just uh, put a wrap on it, as we like to say in the business. And uh, I didn't have my mic on. So Blue Yeti had uh, not been turned on. And... Uh, so I explained this to my wife, and my wife said, you know what, you should have a checklist. And I said, honey, that is a great idea, and I've got one right here. But my overconfidence is my weakness, as my father, Darth Vader, used to say. And um, yeah, it didn't didn't work out. So I will be doing the fifth part of raising an entrepreneur maybe tomorrow morning when my, my brain is fresher than it is now. But hey, maybe all these... Um, all these discussion topics can marinate for a night, and we'll see what comes out the other end tomorrow. So, But it leads me into what I did want to discuss today, not that I'm a bozo, um, not that that isn't an interesting topic and we could go on forever uh, about it, but what I really wanted to talk about, i oh, better get this over here just in case, but I really wanted to talk about is this idea of gratitude, and it's in the title there. That was going to be the show. It's a feel-good Friday. So I was going to talk about gratitude, and gratitude is a very powerful tool in an entrepreneur's tool belt. And I learned this in a period of, a a, a pretty dark period of my life, and and not a lot of anybody knows this because I don't talk about it a whole lot, but um, um, I'm actually on my second marriage. So Carol and I have been married over 21 years now, which, I mean, if you do some quick math, means that the first one didn't last very long. And, um, and it was a, um, a disaster is probably as good a word as any, especially if you're keeping it uh, rated G like we do here in the little black couch. And um, so that didn't go well. And it was, I don't want to get into the, uh, the details, Um, but, but it, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't awesome. It wasn't good on the self-esteem and, uh, it wasn't good. I don't know. So how much do you share on these? Hey, Nick, how much do you share on these things? Where's the, where's the friendly giant when you need him? But, uh, he's the story, story storyteller King. So it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great time. So I, uh. I married a girl, and we moved to Vegas, and um, she went to work in Vegas. Uh, I went to work as well, and then went to UNLV, and then um, she found other stuff to do that didn't include me, despite the commitment that it really should only include me. Is that good enough? Is that? I think that's probably far enough anyway so yeah it didn't work so it kind of fell apart and i, I mean i'm i was raised um mandatory golf friday certified that cool so anyway i was raised very conservatively i was raised that um yeah that that um there's certain commitments and commandments that you should probably stick to just to um just to stay true to yourself and and not get any STDs. So (laughs) anyway, so so I went through this time where I was then now uh, single again. I went on, fortunately graduated from college and went on to graduate school, which was kind of a a good thing to do. And uh, we've talked a lot about, I've talked a lot about grad school the last uh, three weeks or so because my cousin, who has been taking the office down there in the corner while he's been here, uh, working with me on this project that's on that whiteboard that I hope none of you are going to steal. He, um, he's he been awesome. And we were roommates down at, at Thunderbird together. So we've had a lot of reminiscing time and discussing. We've talked about doing business together for a very, very long time. But it was during this period that I was living with Travis, and he had to remind me that I used a name, and I wasn't going to do that anymore. So um, his name is... Um, is what? Uh, uh, Stanley. No, I can't use Stanley either because I know Stanley. A- a- anyway, it's not Travis. Let's just put it that way. Not that he's on Facebook. He's one of those that avoids social media like crazy. So anyhow, so we've been talking a lot and he kind of reminded me about how um, I was like, um, I was winning awards in women hating at the time. I... After that divorce, I absolutely could not stand uh, the opposite sex, sex at all. I mean, if you weren't my mother or one of my sisters or a close cousin and you were of the opposite sex, I just pretty much was hoping that you'd just stop breathing. I mean, I just absolutely couldn't stand it. And I was in just a, such an angry, miserable place. Um, but it was during this time I met, actually oddly enough, that I met somebody who, who was a, a, a female uh, at the time? Who um, I, I was not anywhere um, in a place where I could be romantically interested, at anybody at that point, but I was fascinated by this person because she was always happy. I mean, it didn't matter. It, and you look at her life and kind of go, why? Right? She had kind of a crappy job. Um, she. She graduated from school, but she wasn't doing what she went to school for, which I, you know, at that p- period of my life, I just couldn't understand. And, and, and yet she was constantly, she was just happy. She just had a grin on her face all the time. I, and I didn't, obviously didn't want to talk to her because she was, you know, of the enemy gender. But I was fascinated by this person and, and she didn't live where we lived. so we went to school kind of across town and they lived on the other side of town and we would go there on on weekends essentially um, they were in our in our church youth group and so we'd see them on the weekends and hang out with them and I just could not get over and I had a really good friend um, who shall remain nameless as well that was down at Thunderbird with uh, with us And so he and I would go over and we'd hang out with these girls. And he was, uh, he still thought girls were okay. I mean, um, I'll bet he doesn't agree. I I bet he doesn't think that way now. But that's beside the point. Again, time for for another show. Anyway, so um, this girl was fascinating to me because she was always happy. And I was not. I was miserable and she became kind of like the first non-family female after the divorce where I thought, you know what? I think she's figured something out. She might be okay. And so I started talking to her a little bit. And I, and I, I literally was just so curious. I asked her, why in the world are you so happy? And she's like, well, I don't know. Um, and then she said this. There's just so much to be grateful for. I'm like, are you kidding? Have you looked at your life? I mean, it's not that great. I mean, you're living like with what, six other girls in this tiny little place. You've got kind of a crappy job and you already graduated from school. You're not dating anybody. You've got no prospects. The only guy talking to me, only guy talking to you is a guy who hates women. What do you got going for you? You know? And she just could not... um, being happy. Um, And so I asked her, what in the world have you got to be grateful for? Just sort of incredulous. And she started listing things off. And it was like, well, it was a beautiful sunrise this morning. Look how blue the sky is today. Wasn't that burrito we just had great? That was the best salsa. Everything was positive and wonderful going on in her life. And she said something like, Ann, it's so fun to get to talk to you. And I'm thinking, are you crazy? Uh, Anyway, as I sat there and listened to her sort of list things off and talk about things and then watched her subsequent weekends and realized it wasn't just that she was grateful and putting it on her, she was literally saying what she's grateful for. She would literally say to somebody, oh, you're so funny. Uh, when they said something that was, you know, okay, funny. where well, none of us really take that opportunity. Um, she would say, oh my gosh, isn't that cool? Oh, that is, that's the coolest car, that is so pretty. My word, that's a gorgeous shirt. Constant optimism, positive all the time, amazing. And it was just a habit with her. And so I thought to myself, you know what? I have never been more miserable I have, I'm have. i obviously not in a good place. I know that down the road I need to be in a healthier place or I am never marrying again. And I want kids and I want all the stuff that I'd been raised to believe brought you happiness. And I'm so glad that I realized that they do and, uh, and have that opportunity. But unless I can get over this dark, angry place that I'm in right now, uh, nothing good is going to come for me. And if she can do it with what she's got going on, I should be able to pull it off too. And so that was the time where I started to be uh, more grateful. And I literally kind of copied her for a little bit. And the stuff that she repeated back to me in, in this list that she was making up that seemed so trivial and silly was the stuff that really became super easy to be grateful for. Like a blue sky is unbelievable, right? That is amazing. A, a, a tree? providing shade. I've got, I park underneath a tree every day and I'm so always walk out and I'm so grateful for shade because my car is black. And uh, when I get inside, it's, it's pretty nice. So the shade of a tree, anything I could think of to be grateful for, I started to be grateful for. And literally within the week, I started to feel so much better about life and about future and about everything else. Um, now I, I didn't get married right away. I think it took I mean, after that divorce, I think it took like seven or eight years, we calculated it once, before I got married again. Yes, I was very young, the first time that we do that in our religion sometimes. Yeah, we do. Hey, we're not, why, why run from it? Um, anyway, so in fact, my niece just got engaged and I think she's like 20. Um, so everybody freaking out out there? That's how, that's how things get done around here, so. Anyway, so uh, that's it. To be an entrepreneur, we are going to face all kinds of difficulties and frustrations, just like the one I had today. I mean, to sit around and study, I, had, I took copious notes for this show today, I was ready to go. I even had an outline that I did out and I put it up on the screen so I didn't have to rustle the papers for the podcast and I had it all here and I was ready to go and I fired it up and the mic was off, right? So no show, nothing recorded, not cool. And yet when I got done, I just sort of giggled and um, I texted my wife and we went through that whole checklist thing and then I, I said to her i am I, I literally typed it out to her i th- i find uh, being human hysterical because it is we just have to learn to laugh at ourselves um i have the opportunity now to do a better show tomorrow and i will i've been through the material once and thought about it long and hard prepared for it went through that one show and i i thought it was actually a really good show but it will be better tomorrow i'm not doing it again today though I'm gonna have some pizza and relax with my family. And my daughter just said that she wanted to go play golf. So that's also awesome, something to look forward to. So um, just be grateful and take the time honestly as an entrepreneur, literally the secret to life, not even just being an entrepreneur, but the secret to life is just to be grateful for all the little things. So go outside, take a look at the blue sky and be grateful for it. Uh, Be grateful that you get to hop in a car and drive home tonight or be grateful that you get to take a bus and you don't have to take a handcart. Um, be grateful that you have shoes on. Be grateful that you, the air you're breathing is keeping you alive, that you have a place to go lay down and sleep. Literally every little thing that you can think of to be grateful for um, will help you be happy. It reminds me of a, and it's actually, I, I actually referenced this research um, earlier in the show that was not recorded live. But research they did, um, I can't remember the year, but anyway, they did some research. Actually, it was the research that sort of put uh, positive thinking kind of out there in the mainstream. And really, the, all they did was they asked individuals at night to write down the three things they were most grateful for or went well that day, but to write them down right before they went to bed and every single one of them became happier over the course of a certain number of months to the point where they couldn't remember being unhappy. And that's the power of gratitude. And, um, and we know based on these, um, um, the, this hierarchy of needs that we talked about, that and, and if we're not feeling safe and if we're not feeling in a good, comfortable place, then it's very hard for us to be great, it's very hard for us to be creative and, and to get out of a bad spot and to get out of probably some thick, horrible depression, um, that I was in clinical, um, frightfully so that it was all gratitude for me. And that's what did it. So, um, I, am super grateful for this, for this girl who had to put up with a very negative, angry, bitter person who, uh, probably repeated, every woman hater joke in the world, um, because my father just has a million of them. Um, But I never thought they were funny until this particular period of my life um, because I have a lovely mother. But anyway, um, I'm so grateful to come across a person who was like this and taught me, coached me essentially, whether she knew she was a coach or not, how to implement the art of being grateful for every last little thing. And there is so much to be grateful for, for, and I can promise that if you take time to be grateful for every last little thing around you, you will be happier, you will live a better life, and you will be a far better entrepreneur. Till next time, have a great weekend. I may see you tomorrow. You just never know in this day and age, but uh, we'll see. Thanks.